I'm already loved and I'm already chosen because I know who I am. I know what you've spoken. I'm already loved more than I could imagine. And that is enough. Hey, everybody. It's Cam Key. Welcome back to One Talk at a Time. Uh, it's been splendid. I I am a train wreck right now. Okay. Um, I don't know what I want this season to be about. This is like the third or fourth restart. I I don't know. I'm just girl I literally don't give a damn like I am just in a place where I mean it's very selfish very selfish right now and I'm only thinking about myself and I mean I want the people around me to be comfortable and happy but other than that I really don't give a fuck about anybody else right now. And that could be a problem for me because I'm an empath and I'm also just like a social person. So it's like, you know, I'm used to like being around people and dealing with people and stuff like that. But it's like, I literally don't even have the energy for that right now. So I don't participate in it. But it's like, oh, like remember when it used to been? Like remember what used to be, you know? It it used to be fun. It used to be fun. And it got really old for me. And I wish it hadn't because, you know, adulting and just being an adult and just going to work and coming home and shit like that, it just gets boring. It definitely gets boring. Oh, no, the fan is running. Let me turn that off, and then I'll be right back. So, if you don't already know, I live in Erie, Pennsylvania. Sorry to the people who already know this or have heard the multiple attempts at a restart that I've had for this season. I live in Erie now, and yes, you may be thinking Cameron Erie, but yes, I wasn't happy in Columbus. I don't like Pittsburgh enough to go back. And so I moved to Aerie, and it's been a vibe. It's been a vibe. I've been enjoying my time, enjoying my friends. They have a marvelous slushy, like, alcohol-infused slushy shop downtown. So that's a vibe. And right now, there's a rib fest going on. So I'm going to go down tomorrow get some size. I don't even want to try the ribs because apparently the barbecue sauce don't be hitting and I can't deal with that kind of disappointment. So I'm just going to get like some macaroni and cheese and a lemonade and call it a day. So yeah, area has been fun. I'm on the bus. Oh God, I missed the bus the other day going to work. I was so sad. I was so sad because like the bus that I catch comes to two different corners. Like, sometimes it goes down one street, sometimes it goes down the other, but it meets at the mall all the time. And I thought it was coming to one place and it was going to the other, and I literally seen it ride past me to go to the other stop. And I had to just call in and be like, I'm sorry, but I definitely missed the bus. Just watched it ride past me. I'm going to have to wait for the next one. And luckily around here, it's not a big city. So the bus is like 20, 25 minutes, another wait. But the place is only like 10, 15 minutes up the street on the bus. So it's cool. It's cool. I definitely, I'm still Cameron. And I got choired, which is like fired right before you're about to quit. I was working at this hotel near the Bayfront. And I did not like it. Like, I was working night audit, and I didn't like that. Like, I'll work in a night audit setting, but I want to be working by myself. 
I don't want anybody else there at four o'clock in the morning trying to talk to me, tell me what to do, or ask me a question about life. Like, you're not my friend. I don't want to talk to you at 4 a.m. So, but they ended up firing me. I walked in one night and they were like, um, we don't need you to work your shift tonight. Please call the manager in the morning. Then I called the manager in the morning. Don't you know the manager was performing a no-call, no-show? But you know when managers do it, it's just like, oh, I didn't show up today. No, nigga, you were on the schedule. You didn't show up. You didn't call anybody because nobody knows where you're at. None of the other managers or anything. And so then it was like two, three days, and I just didn't go in. And then he finally called me and was like, yeah, we're going to have to take you off the schedule. But I already had another job and doing like temp work. So it was cool. I didn't really care. I did not really care. So I don't have anything to say about my move. I I just moved, y'all. I just moved. I'm trying to find like the right place for me. Place where I can have friends that are genuine, that I can flourish, that's like has a busy atmosphere, but it's still all about work more than play. And yeah, a place that's like affordable so that I can afford to go on trips and just ball out and act a fool and stuff like that. Right now I'm looking at apartments. I'm going to be moving by December into my own place. I wanted to get here, get established, get a good job that I like and that I don't mind working and then get a lease. So I've been looking at apartments I haven't started viewing any yet because I feel like it's too early. Can't put down a deposit yet because then you have to move in within a month and I'm not trying to move in anywhere yet. So. It's been good though. I've been re like, I guess rekindling my relationship with like the older people in my family. Giving them a call more lately just to tell them I love them, you know, update them on my life. Make sure they don't still think I'm in college because, child, I'm not doing that this year. I was trying to, but I could not secure a loan. And so this year is not the year for college, which I'm okay with. I'll deal with it. Just have to do other things in the interim to not only make myself busy, but to make myself useful for my resume because... If college ends up never working out again until I have enough money just to get my degree for my, from just because I want it at that point, um, I still need to establish myself as an artist and as a businessman wherever I'm at. So I'm just going to keep on keeping on. Keep on sipping this wine. Tonight we're sipping on Pink Moscato Sangria by Colorossi. Um, Cheers to Colorossi because they just make really good wine. So, I'm thinking about my birthday already because I'm turning 25 and I'm trying to figure out how I want to end these next eight months. Because I feel like it's very important, like, closing out this chapter of the quarter of a century. It's very big for me because I didn't always think that I would be alive this long. And I never really thought about my expectations or my dreams or goals for this age. So, on one end, it's like, what do you mean you never thought about your dreams, goals, or expectations? But on the other end, I just find that I can just be happy at the fact that now I get to establish all these things and it's with a mindset of where I'm at now. I don't have any criticism for my younger self or like other people trying to tell me this is what I should be doing. This is where I should be by now. I'm where I am and I can plan for the future, the near future with a realistic mindset. And that makes me really happy. That makes me really happy. I want to grow in this eight months. I want to 
become more independent, definitely get a job that I can work a lot of overtime at, if that makes sense. I want to have one job that I can just get overtime. Like right now, I'm thinking about getting a a hospital job because that way, like if I get in a good department, then when there's shifts open, whether it be a short shift, a long shift, whatever, I can just pick up hours and, you know, just start occupying my time with work because I do have a lot of downtime and I don't really have anything to do. And when I'm not working, I feel really useless sometimes because it's just like, damn, I could be making money right now. So I think I just want to work somewhere, but I don't want to get another job because I don't want to have to compare a bunch of schedules and make sure I'm not working this job at this time and all that kind of stuff. I'm not trying to do all that. So I've just been sticking with like one job at a time and then temp work on the side because that I can control temp work by when I want to work. Like they don't really run me. I don't have to work a certain amount of hours. I can just do it whenever and then Whenever I don't want to do it, I don't have to pay attention to it. I also want to grow as a podcaster. I want to get more people on my podcast. I want to get a more, like, direct focus. I wanted to start my podcast so that I could get my voice together and just so that I can begin speaking again. I went through a lot of trauma and it just caused me to almost become really mute and I didn't have a lot to say nor did I have a lot to even think and I'm a critical thinker a reflector and I'm also a social butterfly so none of that was working for me so I needed to find a way to get my voice back again and I started my podcast so now I'm trying to find a focus for it what do I want to focus on I don't know if I want to be like a blogger, like current events, girl. And if y'all have watched freaking Bobby, I love you per that shit is crazy. That is crazy. Like Bobby looks really good. Roland Ray is a good addition. Um, but Jason Lee is cool and cute. But when them boys started tearing up that kitchen, when that walk caved in, I said, Oh no, this is too much for me. I can't even watch this. I can't even watch this. But, you know, I kept on sitting there watching it. Love me some ghetto TV. I've been looking for new reality TV shows to watch. I always imagine myself, like, in a reality TV show. How would I be like? Who would I make friends with? Would I make any friends at all? Or would I attempt to be the New York of the house? I always think about that kind of stuff. Thinking about my birthday also has me thinking about what I'm going to do. And I think I'm going to rent a house in a city, like a nice city. Like it doesn't have to be like L.A. or Miami or anything. It could literally be like D.C. or Philly or Atlanta. And I'm going to just invite some of my close friends to just come spend a weekend with me. Don't have to pay for anything, like, as far as the house and stuff like that. But just come celebrate with me and also relax. My birthday is always Memorial Day weekend, so have some fun right before Monday when you can go home and be with your family. And I want to do some 25 and fine things, like some, some nice things just to celebrate being alive and still being positive, hopefully. And still being boisterous and bold about who I am and my identity as a black queer man. And hopefully I am so... Oh my goodness, y'all. Y'all, some just tried to take me out. Hold on, I need some wine. Hold on. Y'all, some just tried to take me out. I couldn't even talk. And also... Hopefully, I'm still trying to figure out whether I am bisexual or not. Y'all, I'm still trying to figure it out. I just, every now and again, I meet a girl or I see a girl like a woman. And 
I'm just stunned, like head over heels for them. I'm just stunned. And I just be like, what the fuck, Cameron? You don't even like girls. But I'm like, at this point, I don't like boys. Like, I don't want to, like, I want to be in a relationship just to, like, be in a relationship. But, like, sexually, I don't like anybody right now. Like, I well, that's a lot. I just don't like boys. I just don't like boys. So, I don't know what's going on. Getting older is not for me because as I get older, I continue to change and I continue to evolve. The more I learn, the more I find out, the more I observe. It makes me like different things. It makes me dislike different things. And I really can't control it, but I usually just go with it. Um, And I don't know. Are we going to go with Cameron being bisexual? Am I going to date a woman? Lord have mercy. That'll be that'll be something. First of all, let's go. Let's go into the imaginary world of Cameron dating a woman. Okay, so I meet a girl. I meet a woman. Whoo! We're out dancing. It's fine. No, 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 no. I can't think of the words. I can't think of the words. Oh, I was gonna try to sing some Beyonce, but I can't think of the words. Dang. That's a shame. I listen to Renaissance like three times a day. But I haven't listened to it today. That's what I get. Because I can't remember the words. This is why you have to keep listening to it. Because it's just that good that your mind can't even... It can't even fathom the lyrics, the dynamics. It can't fathom any of it. So I have to keep listening to it. But... I meet a woman. And I take her out. And I'm just like, hey... How you doing? My name's Dion... I think I'll I think I'll tell her my name's Dion. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just trying to get to know you. I really like you and I'm growing into a person that is just accepting all the sides of me and yeah, I just I don't know. I just want to be true to somebody. I want to be true to somebody. That's what I'm trying to get at. It really doesn't matter whether it's a woman or a man. I just want to be true to somebody. Like, I feel like right now I have nobody to answer to. And I don't like that feeling. And I and I always wonder, like, what men say, like, I need a woman or I need somebody to keep me in line so that I can answer to them so that I can, you know, still go to work every day and still bring home this paper and still... You know, not just have meaningless relationships and still do all of these things that make you a successful and an accomplished man with the right person beside you. And I'm yearning for that now because I've been doing some crazy stuff and I don't have nobody to answer to. So I've been, yeah, definitely... Not the only thing that are the most favorable to me. And yeah, if nothing else, I just want somebody to be like, yo, I done did some shit. Like, you about to be swole at me. You about to be swole at me. And I have to answer to them. And they be like, nigga, didn't we talk about this? Then we say, fuck them people. Then we say, fuck that church, fuck that shit. Like, so I just want that person, that companionship that's like, we're in this together. I'm not judging you. You're not judging me. I'm actually overwhelmed by my obsession with how you handle things. And the way that you move through life, it causes me and it charges me to take better steps. That's what I want. That's what I want. Something real. Something real. Something distinguished. I need me a ride or die. Somebody that's comfortable. 
with a living. Somebody that's comfortable with seeing the world. Not always having the most, but being able to make the most out of anything. Definitely want somebody for me. I've always said that I'm going to be a one-person man. I don't think that I'm going to get married multiple times and all that kind of stuff. And that's why I appreciate the time that it's taken for me to find the person of my dreams. Because I want them to knock me off my feet. I want to be overwhelmed by my love for them. So, one day I'll find that person. And it'll be all good. But on the other side, I heard that in everything give thanks. And... (laughs) I am thankful I don't have anybody to date right now because I would be stone cold mean. If you're like, you coming to see me? No. You want to do anything? No. You okay? Mm-hmm. Like, girl, leave me the fuck alone. So, it's good that I'm just by myself trapping, figuring this whole life thing out, figuring out who I like, what kind of people I like. And what direction I want to go, even in my relationship life, because it has to go a particular direction. I'm not just getting in a relationship with somebody just to be in one, because honestly, I'm fine by myself. I'm pretty crazy. I'm pretty spazzy. Oh, that, Well, I can say that. I am spazzy, shit. And I have a fucking documentation to prove it. Um, and all those kinds of things. So it's just for the best, I guess, that I'm not in a relationship Let's let's fire up this blunt, everybody, because thinking about not being in a relationship, it's just it's just sad. It's just sad. I'm twenty four, I'm all by myself. You know, I've held significant relationships in my life. Ooh, a little tremble in my life. And they meant a lot to me and I still talk to the people that I still have contact with. So that's always cool. Because I just feel like once you get out of a relationship, you should be able to be friends with that person. For me, if everything is still cool. Like, I've never ended a relationship on bad terms. I've never cheated on anybody or talked bad to them, make them feel low or anything like that. Um, there's never been like an altercation. I just always end up getting out of relationships just because of the timing and just the different things that are going on between me and the person and whether we're connecting and stuff like that. So I'm just going to hit my blunt to toast to the single life because people in relationships can't face blunts. They always got to share. And I just feel like I'm better than you because I face my blunts. So (laughs) toast up everybody. Ah! Tugs up, everybody! Don't you hate when you like the blunt and then you say something to somebody for a second and the blunt goes out already? Like, cuh, what's going on? That was a total fail. That was a total fail. One more time. Tugs up to the single niggas. Mmm. It's hitting. It's hitting. So, I've been in a place where I haven't been having a lot of friends. Um, I still have, like, a good, you know, foundation. But I, I cut a lot of people off. I cut a lot of people off. I felt like they weren't helping me with growing my life. Like in any way, in any season, they weren't like making my life more livable or how can I put it? I don't know. Like they just, they weren't adding any significance to my life and my growth pattern right now. That's just the bottom line. 
And I'm not trying to be rude. And I'm not trying to be like, oh, your friends help you do this. They need to give you this. They need to give you that. No, it's just like, what are you doing right now with your life? And what am I doing right now with my life? And is there anything being held back because of our connection? And so I just had to end a lot of relationships. Like, there's no beef. If I see some of them walking down the street, I probably won't say shit just because of how things left off. Um, But most of them, I mean, if they see me and we clearly make eye contact, I'll say something. Now, I am at the point where I no longer want to exist in the same world as most of them. So I might walk past some of them. Okay, bitch, let me stop lying. Let me stop lying. I didn't told y'all that I cut them off. Let me be truthful. I ain't talking to none of them heifers no more. I ain't talking to none of them heifers no more. Because um, we were friends too long. And the relationships just did not suit me anymore. But it was because of the character of my friends and the things that they were doing and shit like that. And I just don't fuck with it. Um, and I was friends with a lot of girls. So maybe it's just like a girl thing that I wasn't understanding. But a lot of them were like doing the same weird stuff. And it was just like, girl, I'm not your man. I'm not your nigga. I'm not your side chick. Like... I don't understand where this relationship is going now that you might be in a relationship or you're trying to find a boyfriend and you're dating and stuff. And now you act like I'm on the list. Like, bitch, please. So a lot of them, if I've seen them, I would probably walk right past. Because there's no real need to speak like, it's not going to brighten my day. And hell, if it brightens your day, then you're just weird as fuck at this point. You're just weird as fuck. So. Because it wasn't like it wasn't like I made things official with these people. It was just that I'm the person who always texts first. I'm the person who always invites you out. I'm the person who always picks you up. I'm the person who always brings the recreational stuff. I'm that person. And I just kind of stopped hitting people up to go out or even to hang out and even to talk. And we no longer have a relationship. And it was never like a Cameron, are you cool? We haven't talked in a while. Hey, Cam, how are you? We haven't talked in a while. It just has been six plus months and we ain't had no conversation. And the, trust me, there are friends that I haven't had conversations with in six months. Trust me. The difference is these friends have lives that I know about that I'm still a part of that we know that we just can't talk every day or I know that they're not the kind of person who likes to communicate on a daily with someone who isn't like really close to them enough to hang out and stuff like that. Um, or I just like, we're not close, close, but like, these were like my close friends, like people that I talk to every single day over the phone or through text and stuff like that. Not even social media. Like some of them I didn't even have on social media. Um, but we still talk every day. So it was just like, you know, this is my, this is my friend. So I just want to say, if you talk to somebody every day, whether you text them first or they text you first, and then all of a sudden the communication stops, you need to be the person to reach out, especially if you notice that they do usually text first. Like, and I'm not talking about your annoying ass best friend who wakes up at 4.30 a.m. to go work at the hospital and texts you every morning first. Good morning, beautiful and a fucking meme so that when you wake up, you can see it and text her back. No, because nobody's waking up at 3.30 so that you can text her first. Hell no. Bitch, you should have got a regular job that starts at the regular time. (laughs) But for the people who around 11 o'clock noon used to be like, oh, hey, let me text my ace. And they text you back. That ace needs to know, like, they don't never send no good morning texts. Like, they don't never see how you're doing. And I will require you to think about that. Because 
we're getting out of the age of all of that. But it's still important to remember the principles of people and how they operate. Because we might be getting out of the age of texting all the time and calling all the time because we have work and some of us have kids and all that kind of stuff. However, bitch, that's still a part of your personality. There's something in your personality that says... I'm the bitch that people have to reach out to and I don't want to reach out to them because I'm just too busy and important. Like there's a fan member right now that I literally haven't talked to in months. We used to talk almost every day and then she just snapped out on me one day and was like, I'm a mom. I'm a person in the church. I'm a project manager. Like I can't talk every day. I can't talk when you need to like every night is something for me and every day is something for me so I just can't talk and my dad keeps asking me have you talked to this person and I keep telling him no dad yes we are fine we are cool however she don't want to talk like I'm not going to force her to talk to me so that then she hates me like she don't want to talk And that's something that I had to understand. But for all these other phony bitches that just go through life and they don't say nothing, they don't tell you how they're not a texter or they're not a social person. And they don't tell you like, but they're always on the phone with other people. Um, I don't know. I just feel like where we are in life and where most of my listeners are, we're reaching that quarter of a century. And you really need to be engaging with people who are engaging with you. And I'll tell you why it's so important. It's important because you need more structured friend groups around you so that they can support you and so that they can uplift you as life continues to go on and as our problems and situations continue to grow. I don't know where I'd be without my friends every single time I go through a mental spasm and what I do if I only had my family because I don't have a family with like a lot of cousins and stuff like that. So my friends are like my cousins. And a lot of people don't want to be around you They don't want to talk to you, but they want to know about you. They want to be invited to your big events. They want to be a spectator. And that's not cool. That's not cool. We're either going to participate or you got to go. Because I certainly haven't been a spectator in your life. I've been with you every single step of the way as you have let me. So the reason for why you would only want to be a spectator in my life is beyond me. Definitely beyond me. But I'll tell you what ain't going to happen. That. That right there. So, yeah, I've just been thinking about my friends a lot more and just thinking about the friends that I want to take with me. As I'm continuing to grow. And like this is another thing. Flexing does nothing for me. Having money. Having the cars. Having all these things. To tell people. I got this. This is what I have. Just to tell the world. This is what I have as an upstanding human. It does absolutely nothing for me. But having a group of friends. Where. We just all gaining on life and we just all bossing up on each other with each other. That gives me a little oomph. That gives me a little motivation to be like, all right, let me keep doing this. Because all y'all random ass people, not y'all, y'all are my friends, but all those random ass people, I don't give a damn about what they think I got, what they what they think I drive. I don't give a damn. I don't give a damn. I don't know them. 
I don't know them. They don't know me. And I don't give a fuck about what they drive and what they got. <laughs> if it's nice, it's nice. But other than that, I don't give a damn. Like, bitch, you can be on the bus tomorrow. And even if you're not, you're still not all that because you're not living my life. You're not doing the things I'm doing. Nobody's life can be that much greater than mine. Nobody's. Not in 2022. We all have the liberties and the freedoms to do whatever we want to do, to say whatever we want to say, and to express ourselves however we want to express ourselves. So you have to make your life your own. I always tell my friends, you really don't want nobody else's life. Because it might come with a lot of good, but it comes with a lot of bad, too. Comes with a lot of stress. Premature stress that if you just gain today, you definitely wouldn't be able to handle. A lot of these, even millionaires, you know, and up, a lot of them struggle on the daily to figure out if they're still going to have revenue tomorrow. Because a lot of the things that they're doing and once you reach a certain status, a lot of the things that you invest in doesn't always go through. So you lose a lot of money in the game. And I don't think a lot of us that just, you know, get our paycheck and spend it how we want. We ain't going to be able to deal with when we invest our money in that shit don't go through. What the fuck you mean that don't go through and no refunds? Like, it'll happen for us one day if we stay devoted to our task. But it'll happen in such a way that hopefully we'll have a better grasp on things than they do now. And hopefully even small business owners will be able to consistently retain finances so that they're not stressed. Because small business owners, to me, should still be pretty stress-free. Like, you own a business, you just got to get that clientele. If you have a regular clientele, everybody, every business has its regulars. And I, I mean that provide a service, that provide food, all that kind of stuff. They all have their regulars. You just have to get enough regulars that when you have a slow day, you can still meet a certain quota. Like American Eagle, I used to be cracking up when I worked at American Eagle because they have like a quota that we have to reach every day and we're selling $50 jeans like Just let 10 people come in here and buy two pairs of jeans. We've met our quota. Like, I'm just kidding. It definitely costs way more than that. But, you know, like, it's not going... I I really don't be... I really wouldn't be stressed. Like, we're in a very busy mall. Like, stuff like that. Like, they're like, y'all need to sell today. Blah, blah, blah. The numbers are high. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, yeah, the numbers are high because it's Saturday. Like... It's a Saturday before a holiday. Like, people are about to come out. People are about to be shopping. Like, we're about to be getting it. So you have to, like, know where you are and just be confident at the fact that you have these certain customers, these certain regulars, this certain thing to provide to the world. I'm trying to find my thing to provide to the world right now because I would love to be a vocalist, but I don't think I will be able to find any backup dancers that had the same energy as me and I don't want to be a soloist so we have to find something else we have to find something else which is going to be hard because I don't I don't know what else to find but I mean I have podcasting but I don't want to get rich off podcasting I just want to have fun I want to be on here I want to say what I want to say you know I just want to have a good group of family members that are listening and staying consistent with me and just appreciating my honesty and my conversation.
Speaking of that, if you listen to the podcast, One Talk at a Time with Cam Key, and you smoke, come down to the car lot. No, I'm just kidding. Um, If you listen to the podcast and you have anything that you want me to talk about, any questions that you have for me, they can be personal questions just for me to answer, to get to know me better. Um, Hit me up on Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, any of those things. They're in like description boxes. And yeah, we can we can start talking. I usually also ask a question on Spotify every week. So if you're listening through Spotify, definitely answer the question. And if you want in your answer, just add a question at the end and we can get to talking about it. I like having conversation. I like being honest. Um, I'm the kind of person where they would be like, let's play 20 questions. And I wouldn't have any questions. And it wasn't because I didn't want to know about the person or I didn't find them fascinating. It was just like I didn't want to pry into their personal life. Like, I'm not the kind of person that just wants to pry into people's personal lives. What you tell me. Like, I'll learn and I'll take in, but I just like to learn things as you want to make them available to me. So I don't really ask a lot of questions. I just let the relationship build. And as you get more comfortable with me, then you might want to tell me more stuff about yourself. And I accept that. So... I never had a lot of questions, but people would ask me crazy questions and I would answer them all. And I remember when I finally started answering yes to are you gay? Well, they asked me that all the time from literally like kindergarten up. They asked me that every single day of my life. Somebody asked me, are you gay? And I was just so sick of it. I was just so sick of it. I was just one day I was just like, yeah, and tell your fucking friends. And I never heard anybody else ask me about that shit again. Nobody asked me ever again. Y'all just wanted to know. Why? Why do y'all want to know? I mean, maybe they was on me. You know, maybe I was hot back then. I never thought about it that way. Okay, so let's think about it. Maybe I was so hot back in elementary and middle school that all the girls wanted me, but I was a little bit, you know, I sang pretty high and my favorite show was Dream Girls. So, you know, I wasn't really getting it with the ladies, but they still wanted me. And so they kept asking me, are you gay? As to see if I liked men or women. And I remember I, I had that relationship with that girl to just get everybody to stop talking to me about it and because I liked her a lot but I was not I had a new crush every single day y'all used to crush on people every single day I had a new crush it was terrible my heart hurt it so much it was way too much for a little boy but I used to deal with that shit it made me a lover boy that's why I'm able to have so many good meaningful relationships and friends and family And, you know, just seniors that I meet along the way that have a lot of wisdom. Because I'm always trying to love on people. Always trying to spread love. Always trying to make people understand the love in the air and the love in the situation. Because there's a lot of good that comes from love. Just love itself. And I've experienced it. And I am trying to get back to it. And what I mean by that is... And we're going to wrap this thing up. Let's take a toast. Let's take a toast. This toast is to... Girl... Ew, no. Let's talk about interracial love. Um, <laughs> this is so ridiculous. Y'all have—I don't even know why y'all are still listening to me. I am a train wreck. Um, but this toast is, I guess, to love, and we'll talk about. Yeah, we'll talk about something really big after.
So I want to get back to love because I used to put out a lot of love into the world and I used to spread love and beyond that, I used to try to just bring a lot of people to the understanding of God and who he can be in their life without the church. And I let that shit go. You hear me? I got so burned out and so overwhelmed by the bad people and the bad things that I was experiencing as I was just trying to spread love all the time. That I just started to conform. And I just started to move different. And I'm not going to say I was being fake or nothing. But I just started to move how they was moving. Like, do what they would do. Like, bitch, y'all are shysty. And the only bad part about all of that is that to me, I feel like because I started doing all that, my life started to decay. Like, you know, when they have the beautiful family portrait on the wall, and then if you can just imagine it, like, the picture just darkening and becoming, like, soil or something. Like, I just feel like that's what happened to my inner house. And everything just got really dark. And I was just like, like, I, I still just was on the type time where it was just like, fuck it. I don't really care. Like, everybody is really rude. And everybody is really unloving. And everybody's just for themselves. For themselves and the person that they're fucking at the time. Because we know these niggas are harlots. So let's say at the time. And... I just started mimicking behaviors and then it really became like a part of me. Like I started realizing that even though I still could uphold the good relationships I have, it was becoming second nature to just be in bad relationships. And... Yeah, shit started hitting the fan. My mental started going. And yeah, that's all I can say. It wasn't good. So I remember a couple, like a year or so ago, or maybe two. Yeah, definitely two years ago, right before I went to Seton Hill. I, like, was in my room, and I was listening to music, smoking, drinking, and sitting in the mirror, sitting at the mirror, I should say. And I just had, like, a conversation with myself about loving people again and doing things with grace and also giving people grace and knowing when to walk away because I don't want to end up in the same predicament again that I was in a couple years ago. I don't want to end up having to pull myself out of situations and things again. So I wanted to start applying love to everything again. And it's been working out pretty good, but it's kind of hit or miss because people still be trying me. So I just be like, bitch, let's go. So I have to get that together. But overall, I've been doing better. I've been doing better trying to be more intentional. Think about it regularly so that I can still make sure that I'm doing the most with it now. So that it can really get ingrained again. And it can be my only thought pattern. Because a lot of people related my sense of love and even myself my extreme love to being gullible but it wasn't being gullible 
it was just proven to all of you that my love for the world and for each of you had nothing to do with you. It had everything to do with who I was and what I was building for myself in my mind and in my life. And I feel sorry for these bitches because they really had it fucked up. Like, you know, and some of them have tried to come back and it's just like, no, we can't, we can't do that again. And some of them have gotten the hint and they've let it go. But I definitely had to fight a few of them. Almost punched this girl in her face. And I can never be her friend again. Because I don't I don't condone violence at all. But especially a man hitting a woman. And I would never do it. So the fact that she seen me that enraged and wouldn't just leave me alone when I was asking her to. And she's like following me around and getting all up on me. And girl, girl, I don't have that much patience. This is why I can't be a teacher anymore, because I I would have already smacked the kid. I know I'm about to knock your ass out. So, love, love, love. I'm moving with love. That sounded so mean. Oh, girl. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Praise the Lord, everybody. We are going to love. That's better, Cameron. We are going to love. Like they do on last holiday. I, I'm ending this. I'm ending this. Um... I can't even tell you what to expect from this season. I think this episode is going to stick, though. And I can't even tell you what to expect from this season. But just sit back, grab whatever you use to relax, and listen in. Every single time I post, one talk at a time. All right, everybody. I love you. I send peace to you. And I send joy to you. Peace.